DMZ. DMZ. I had a question. Can I talk my shit again? Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Can I talk my shit again? What up, yo, Maji? What up, Blur? What up, Mike? What up, Black Ant? Profit. Uh, VMG. Hold up. Hold up. What up, what up? It's your boy OG Bernie. Click tune in to join the Librarian Podcast. L E T B U R N R A N T. You can hashtag that. Or you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter. Librarian. Put the little flame emojis and let's go. I'm about to talk my shit. And we get to the divisional round of the NFL season. Playoffs is already underway. Everybody watched the first round. Couple upsets, couple overtimes. Couple of picks that I didn't like. Ooh, sorry. To be honest, <clears throat> Eagles got one, but you see where the Eagles at right now. Injuries messed them all up. Seahawks beat them, knocked out my QB, Carson Wentz. He didn't deserve to get hit the way he got hit, but he got hit. All right, it's all right. Seahawks running regardless. Texas going to overtime against the Buffalo Bills. Vikings go in overtime and beats the Vikings. I mean, beats the Saints for a second time in three years. Don't look like the Saints are going nowhere. And then the shocker, Titans ran hell on a Patriots defense. Beat the number one ranked defense, and just they picked them apart. The score might not suggest that because it was a close game, but just the physicality was bad. Tom Brady can't do anything. So, we talked to the divisional rounds, and I had my time to say what I had to say. And I'm going to talk my shit, and I'm going to keep it brief, and I'm going to tell you why. So, we're going to be... Let's talk about the Seahawks, who I believe are the number five seed, honestly. See, the NFC, the road teams, if I'm not mistaken, every road team won except for the Bills. And the Bills was up also, so all four road teams could have won and head to the next round against the top two seeds of the conference. But, this is whatever. We're going to talk about the Seahawks. Uh, I think Seahawks is number five. We'll get to number two, Packers. And now the Seahawks, first of all, they only scored 17 points against a banged-up Eagles team. A banged-up Eagles team that had no wide receivers, that had no running backs, and then you knocked the QB out, so they had no QB. You had a 40-years-old Josh McCown. He's He's not a scrub, but he's... He's a shell. He's he's not even a, a I wouldn't say a he's not a great QB. He's okay. He's like QB that can really manage if you you know. But that's it. He's not, you know, spectacular. So you got this guy. You know. He took the Eagles down the field three times, you know, all three field goals, you know, that's about it. If it was but what if he got all three touchdowns? Honestly. You would pretty much it would have been twenty-one to seventeen. So the fact that the Eagles not wasn't able to get no touchdowns is kind of sucks. But you had no type of help as whatsoever anyway. So after Constance got knocked the way he got knocked with that concussion, that was it. Eagles season was already over officially. Seahawks make it. Seahawks didn't play well at all, and um, unless their defense is gonna wake the fuck up, then. Somehow, Marshawn Lynch could turn back the clock back to beast mode of, like, what, 2013, 14. I don't see no chance in hell that uh, they have a chance against Green Bay. Green Bay is still trying to figure out this offense. It's kind of crazy how we went through 17 weeks already 
you're a 13 and three team, and you're still trying to figure out the offense. I mean, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he's still trying to figure out this type of offense. Let's just face it, Aaron Rodgers is not what he used to be. He could still throw the ball. He could still make high completions. He don't throw that many interceptions. He's one of the greatest accurate quarterbacks in NFL history. Like, you thought Peyton Manning was a guy that could operate and just pick teams apart. Aaron Rodgers has has done it, if not more. And just like we talked about Drew Brees, he needs one more ring to maybe solidify himself as one of the greatest ever. Aaron Rodgers definitely needs one more ring to really put him in that conversation as one of the greatest QBs ever. He's got the stats to back it up. He might be in he might be in position to break the all-time record for touchdowns and yards, completions, and everything else at a higher clip than Drew Brees or even Tom Brady. But they lose against the Seahawks at Lambeau Field. It's gonna be it's gonna be devastating. But the Saints now eliminated. The Packers maybe uh, may have might have the perfect chance of getting to the Super Bowl if the 49ers don't run the table and just beat everybody. But as it looks right now, Packers are the best team in this NFC right now. Between the Vikings, between the Seahawks, between the 49ers, I think the Packers are the best team. They got to run the game, which, you know, even though, four, even though the Vikings got to run the game, but they got to run the game. They probably got the best running game in the NFC. Their defense, shaky, but they're they holding up. Aaron Rodgers, not what he used to be. But Aaron Rodgers can still get the job done. This don't got to be a... Um, uh, Aaron Rodgers-led team. This is, there's a balance. So any spectacular thing that's supposed to happen, listen, they're 13-3. Take it as it is. Packers going to win this. Uh, I'm going to give the Packers my two touchdowns. Now, we stay in the NFC. The Vikings also made the shock of beating the Saints two out of three years. They get the opportunity to face the number one seed in... Um, actually, wait. I'm going to talk about this in a couple seconds. Let me go to my, let me go to my um, sponsor first. Before I say anything, all right, I'm happy I got past the sponsorship. Now, 49ers and um, I believe the Vikings, they both pretty much similar teams. I don't want to say it, I don't want to compare them as the same other team, but they are similar teams. Both got great defense. They can both run the ball. Even though the Vikings, you can say that Cook is probably a better running back than whoever is running for the. 49ers. No disrespect to anybody for the 49ers, but I just haven't heard y'all the same way I heard Devlin Cook. Even with the receivers and the Vikings happening, the 49ers, but the 49ers are more versatile in the sense that they got different playmakers that can do a lot of more things than just the position. Jimmy Carafalo, he's from, listen, he, he's been, he was backed up for Tom Brady for about, about a year, two years before 49ers felt like he is the one. And what you know about this guy is he do not turn the ball over at all. He doesn't he doesn't really throw the ball over. The numbers that he's putting up is similar to what Tom Brady was putting up in the start of his career. Tom Brady wasn't, you know, somebody that was gonna throw many yards. But he wasn't somebody that was going to throw a lot of interceptions. I think that's just how Bill Belichick wants their QBs. Don't don't look for the home run. Just get the base hit and keep it going. Keep it going. 
and most QBs these days right now, they're just focused on trying to get the long play and attack at will. But you got to be smart about it. You got to manage the game, but make sure you don't let this game get out of hand. Brissett was doing that also in the Colts before he got hurt, and he just wasn't the same, but he never turned, he never gave the ball over. Tom Brady, you've seen the heartbreak career. You don't have to explain what he's done already. And Garofalo, for the most part right now, he's had a great career, right now, especially this season. His full season for him right now, he's able to really, you know, scale back and just be him. So, amazing things already. Was he? He had 13 that year. I think 14. I think he's 21, I believe, in five. To start off his career. That's a that's a that's a big time high percentage of wins. He doesn't give the ball over. The reason why I got the 49ers winning is just because of that. I think Garoppolo is not gonna turn the ball over as much as Cousins will. And Cousins, he had an okay. He has another okay season. Not if you talk about contract which he was given and guaranteed money, you would say that maybe no. But he's not but they're not getting killed because of it. So that's pretty much what it boils down to. And besides, he's got himself some explosives. He got some he got two very dirty talented wide receivers that can go over hundred yards in their sleep. Along with a running back that could be the best running back in football right now. As long as he stays healthy. Before he knows they're versatile. And that defense right now, I'm sorry. That defense could stop anybody. Their defense alone could probably score more points than their own offense at, at any given day. And I don't think the 49ers, they, they, had, they had himself a great year. Despite not being considered anywhere to be in the playoffs. And who can blame them? The Seahawks is still a team that can still compete every time. With, as long as Russell Wilson is still heading that team. And the Rams was coming off a Super Bowl berth. So why not? Why, why would you expect the 49ers to even scratch some type of surface? But they have done it. They surprised everybody in the NFL. They're all the, the, the most surprising team in the NFL. Um, I forgot Kyle Shanahan. I think he's the coach. Most definitely gonna be coach of the year. You gotta give. You gotta give. You gotta get tap. You gotta tip your hat off for that. And I think 49ers is gonna make the more. It's gonna make more plays than the Vikings. It's gonna be close. And I think it's gonna be probably gonna come down to Kirk Cousins again. Let's see how well he can bring his team back. I think everybody else is gonna do their job, and it's gonna come down to Kirk Cousins, just like it was. When Kirk Cousins was able to bring the Vikings back after the Saints tied it up, went to OT, Kirk Cousins took it in. You can, you can debate whatever happened last week against the Saints. is whatever. Saints are not here. Vikings are. But I think this time around, I don't, I don't think the 49ers are going to allow what the Saints did. And the 49ers are going to stop them. 49ers will win in a close one. That's it. 
everybody's expecting this to be some type of upset. I don't expect this to be upset. Even though the Titans, you know, their running attack is the best in football. You got a man who's rushed over 1,500 yards. I mean, I've seen, other, I've seen a lot of other running backs run for a lot more than what he's done. But at the same time, this guy is 6'3", 245. He is a bulldozer. He is just like, he's not, it's not like he's small or anything like that. He is just, he is what Brandon Jacobs could have been if Brandon Jacobs stayed healthy and I just, you know, was more physical. Well, he was physical. Don't get me wrong. He was more physical, Brandon Jacobs, but Giants didn't view him as like the main running back. He was just like a goal line situational guy. And that was, that was all he was. I, I think if the Giants viewed him as like the premier running back, just hitting people left and right, this probably would have been a different scenario, but clearly wasn't. It's whatever. That's what Derrick Henry is. And hopefully he has a, a long career where he's still able to knock people out, even though, you know, the statistics is you know not on his side, but the hell with it. We're gonna, let's, let's go against the statistics. But after that right now, that's all I had to say. That's the only thing good I can say about the Titans right now. Because I feel like the Ravens are going to curve them up. Anybody think that it's going to be a close game? I don't think so. Now, between the Patriots and Titans, both had great defense. The difference was one team had a, a better offense than what the another offense. And... The Titans had some solid receivers, and the Patriots don't got nothing. Patriots had no help at all. And the Ryan was already on the wall, and that's what we got. Patriots out of here. The Ravens, they got weapons. They got, they got some solid wide receivers and tight ends. And most importantly, they got Lamar Jackson. And you got Mark Ingram. This Ravens team is gonna. I'm sorry, they're gonna. I think they're gonna blow out the Titans. I don't think this is gonna be a close game at all. How can the Titans make this close? The same way they did against the Patriots. You've got to get Derrick Henry be the guy. Just keep beating down this defense. Keep him on the field for as long as you can. Because, like I said, this is a what, 48 minute game? At least. You gotta at least beat this team up for about 30 minutes. Don't give the Ravens offense any type of hope to get on the field, at least for now, for the time being. And maybe you have a good shot at winning this because that's uh, that's pretty much the only way you're gonna win this game anyway. Um, only chance. If that doesn't happen, well, you already know the end result. I, I don't really have to explain to you what the Ravens has already done to teams this year. They're riding a 12-game winning streak. Well, it was, I think. No, did they beat the Steelers? Yeah, 12-game winning streak. I'm sorry. Um, can I, the last loss was against the Browns when everybody thought the Browns might have a chance to turn around, and they, the Browns didn't turn around. The Ravens just got better since then. Lamar Jackson is by far the MVP. Over 1,000 yards rushing, 36 touchdowns, nearly 4,000 yards passing, eight interceptions. 
it was a while ago where QBs was able to throw. It was rare back then where QBs was able to throw. Um, what was it? Touchdowns with a low rate interception. Now in this QB league right now, offenses advance more. You know, penalties are against the defense. QBs are able to just attack at will. And Lamar Jackson, they made him look like a, the greatest passing QB ever. And he and he ran the lights out of everybody this year. I don't see the Titans stopping him. I believe we're in a collision course against the Ravens and against the next team who I'm going to talk about after this next sponsorship. And there's nothing nobody can do about it. Uh, Chiefs is gonna beat the. Well, I was gonna say Chiefs was gonna beat the Texans because I just keep it short. I don't want to keep it going any longer. I believe the Chiefs' offense is gonna be better than the Texans' offense. I believe Patrick Mahomes is gonna make a more difference than Deshaun Watson. Um, overall, this is just a matchup-wise. I just take the Chiefs overall to handle the business against them. So. Um, that's just straightforward. I don't even want to extend it long. Deshaun Watson is a great QB. So is Pat Mahomes. They both got drafted in the same year. Both of them has made fantastic splashes since they've came to the NFL. Both has been to multiple playoffs. Um, I think Pat Mahomes probably going to have to... He's going to outdo Deshaun Watson in an offensive fight. I think it's going to be an explosive game. And yeah, if I have to pick defenses, I, the Texans defense is definitely going to beat... Better than the Chiefs defense, but I think Mahomes, how he's able to play, is gonna overcome all that. And if he does, they win. No question about it. JJ Watts is back, so that might pose a problem to the Chiefs overall. But I think as long as Patrick Mahomes starts off quickly and quickly as possible, I don't think the Texans could come back from it. Like if they score 21 points in a quarter, I don't think the Texans is coming back from that. That'll most likely be the only way I can see. The Chiefs just winning this. They gotta go. They have to just go on a blitz and just start attacking. Yo, what's good? It's your boy OG Bernie. You can follow the Alert Burrant podcast on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, and Google. Click stream and enjoy. You can also follow me on Instagram and Twitter. L E T B U R N R A N T. You go to hashtag Alert Burrant with the little flame emojis. Click stream and enjoy overall. Burn.